Hi. Hey, Vlad. How are you? I'm very, very good. How are you, Jasmine? Good. Nice. Welcome to Chutzpah Time, Vlad. Thank you. I'm really happy to be on Chutzpah Time. <laughs> how are you, Jackie? I'm great. I'm excited. All right. Sweet. So uh, today we're going to talk about um, being an immigrant. So it's uh, all about the U.S. part two, being an immigrant. And this is the month of July. We're doing a special series called All About the U.S. <laughs> it's four parts, and we will dive in and go deep on social, historical, and political aspects in the United States. We have several amazing guests joining us throughout the series each bringing their own expertise and experience to the topic. And, of course, it wouldn't be chutzpah time without our own input. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we hope you enjoy as we explore these hot topics. So, kipking it off. <laughs> um, basically, I wanted to, first of all, define immigrant um, and so the action of coming to live permanently in a foreign country is what an immigrant means. That's good. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> and we all immigrated from Israel to the U.S. Um, Jackie, do you feel like an immigrant? Um, so this is really weird because when I grew up, my mom, I mean, obviously our mom is American. So I grew up in Israel feeling like I am partially don't belong because my mom was American. She didn't go to the military. She had no history in Israel. No, mm -hmm. none of her bringing up was in Israel. Obviously she's American. So I always felt like I was American while living in Israel. Then we moved to America. And I discovered that I am way more Israeli than I thought. That's crazy. <laughs> so it's really weird because I feel like, in a way, I didn't fit in in the country that I, w that I am from mm -hmm. or I didn't think I belonged. And then I moved somewhere else and felt like, I don't, like wow, I belong way more than I thought I did I where think, I grew up. Yeah. And... I don't necessarily feel like an immigrant the way that we are taught immigrant, being an immigrant is, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like I'm a minority because I'm Jewish, and for the first time I'm in a non-Jewish country, and I didn't think it would make a difference, but it does. So, I mean, there's no straight answer, I guess, but yeah, I don't know. It's different. It's like um, being American and going to India where Christianity is like not a big deal so but while you were talking I was thinking it's probably what you feel is being a first generation mm. because our mom was an immigrant in Israel yeah and we were in a way first generation yeah and I think it sounded like that's how a lot of first generation yeah pe people feel like yeah, the first generation to be born in the country their parents immigrated to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a different experience than being... So being the first generation and then immigrating, yeah, it's kind of yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. How about you? <laughs> Do you feel like an immigrant? Um, I feel like an immigrant in the world. <laughs> so, like... You're, you're an alien, Yeah, which is the word we're going to get into for an immigrant in America. Shortly. Um, <laughs> or not so shortly. <laughs> um, so, Vlad, you actually immigrated twice, mm -hmm. yeah, which right. is insane. Yeah. Um, will you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So my parents immigrated from, from uh, what used to be the Soviet Union, but ceased to be Soviet Union uh, at about 91, 1991. And shortly afterwards, people could leave for the first time in a very, very long time. Wow. Uh, yeah, dec in decades, people could leave. Um, and they chose to come to Israel. They, they, they had a couple of choices, and they, they chose to come to Israel. And we came about 91. 
and um, we settled down in Ramat Gan, which is next to Tel Aviv, which is pretty much the center. Mm-hmm. It's next to the city center. It's just Ramat Gan is a little bit of more of a suburb where families live. Yeah. And uh, we we yeah. And How I old spent. Were I, you? I lived. I was six. Six when you moved from Ukraine to Israel. Yeah, I was six, and and then I lived there until. No, you were five. Maybe five. You were born in '86, right? Right. You moved '91. Yeah. Yeah, you were five. '91, '92. Yeah, I don't remember. I actually <laughs> don't remember the exact dates. Wow. Yeah, but we moved. We moved to a kibbutz in the beginning, and then moved. Oh wow. To uh, Moshav, which is almost similar to a kibbutz, and then we moved to the to the to, to Ramat Gan. But it was it was just two years of moving around, and then we settled in Ramat Gan. Wow. And then I lived there for for a very long time until. Recently, five years ago, when we, we all immigrated to the United States. Yeah. Yeah. And um, why did your family immigrate to Israel? <laughs> Tough question. It's a great question. <laughs> and in the Soviet Union, during the Soviet Union times and afterwards as well, Russia and Ukraine... Uh, in particular, Ukraine was a very, very difficult place to live in. Not a lot of opportunities. A lot of problems with society, like alcoholism, mm. which is really bad. People don't know how bad it is. People know because there's a stigma and, and jokes. Yeah. But it's real bad to the point where men don't really work. They just drink. And there's a, it's like a real plague. It's like a real problem yeah. in society wow and uh, everybody's poor and you can't make money because everything the, the country really turned around from be, be, being communist yeah like wanting to be like north korea into being capitalist overnight and when something like this happens a country can really lose everything can lose its balance yeah for sure so wages are low Food is like you can't buy food. It's really, it's uh, it was a really difficult time. So why did they choose Israel? You said they had a few options. I think my parents they they felt close to Judaism because I'm half Jewish. I'm technically funny enough. I'm half Jewish and half Christian. Half by Christianity, I'm Jewish, and by Judaism, I'm Christian. Yeah, so I'm you're on the wrong side of things. <laughs> right, exactly, because it goes by the mother and by the father. Yeah. Judaism so is by the, mo- by the mother, Christianity by the father. Yeah, your mom is Christian, your dad is Jewish. Exactly. So, yeah, you're, like, not accepted by... Yeah, it's weird. So they... F- yeah, exactly. Exception. <laughs> that's true, that's true. And they felt... My father, I think my mother, they felt connected to the, Jew- to the, the Jewish in them. Yeah. And wanted to live among people like them. Mm-hmm. And my father was bullied when he was a kid because he was a, he was Jewish. Wow. So he was heavily bullied in school. Ukraine is known to be a very anti, anti-Semitic uh, country. It's yeah. very anti-Semitic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of Jews there and it's very anti-Semitic. Hmm. So. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's what I think. That's what they chose. That's why they wanted a warmer well, climate and mm. being close to people like them, Jewish people. Just out of curiosity, what yeah. was what were the other options? I don't really know. Because I know, but I know that a lot like of people that immigrated during that time they ended up in Canada, they yeah. ended up in the United States, and they ended up in Germany. Yeah, that's true. A lot, like a lot of them, like 50, more than 50%. Around the time that we immigrated, a million other people immigrated to Israel. Israel, mind you, was a country of 7 million people at the time, became 8. So it was a huge migration. It was crazy. In the early 90s, a million people from the ex-Soviet Union moved to Israel, which like Vlad said, is seven at the time was 7 million people. So became 8. It's... Yeah. Huge influx of people. Yeah. And the majority of those people didn't even immigrate to Israel. The majority of people that immigrated, ended up immigrating at the time, they immigrated to Canada, uh, United States, and Germany. 
Yeah, I wonder how many people left the ex, uh, like, Soviet Union in total. Like, how many? It's probably, like, millions and millions of people. Yeah, I don't think they they talk about those numbers. (laughs) I don't think. Even though it's ex-Soviet Union, I think they still have their pride of not Mm. disclosing how many people left. Wow, for sure. And how did it affect you at the young age that you were in, like, as a young person, not really knowing where you're going and like you know what I mean so when we moved I've experienced something that's very common with children below the age of seven under the age of seven um, they forget everything so there's so much trauma there's so much change that they don't remember what happened they don't remember so I actually don't remember wow nothing I don't remember anything from the the old country. <laughs> I don't remember anything from the old country. I don't remember nothing from moving. I only remember that I was given a toy plane and we landed. At the, it was on the plane. I was like, there was like a, a so little that's your first cute memory? thing for children. Yeah, given like a toy plane and like landing. Oh, a toy plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa. That's what I remember. I don't remember anything else. That's crazy. Yeah. And my parents, they looked it up a lot after we moved, because they couldn't understand why I don't remember anything. Oh, And they looked so it they up noticed. and they found out. Yeah, and they found out why. Why? Wow. Yeah. Because uh, wh- there's, a, there's trauma, Too like much. psychological. Too much, yeah. You yeah. cannot handle what's happening, so you just don't remember what happened. And just to <laughs> mention, yeah. you didn't speak Hebrew? Of course, no, I didn't. So how was that? Because we, because I, I never went to kindergarten because they didn't want to send me back in, in, in Ukraine. They didn't want to send me mm. in Kiev. It was in Kiev because it was bad and it was very. It so was you're like, homeschooled? Sort of, for yeah. The first, yes. While you were in Ukraine. And then when we moved, we moved to a kibbutz and then to a moshav. And then there were those two systems and that's that's a talk for another day that's a story for another day what is a kibbutz what is a moshav in israel so those are very special kind of like ways to live right um but they don't they didn't send me either so So i never went to kindergarten did you go to ulpan because that's where people usually learn they didn't no no i want like i don't remember Mm. i i was very sick also when i arrived yeah you got all the israeli germs new germs I got very sick and I was also screened a f- couple of times for radiation because when I was born, the year I was born, there were a couple of months after I was born, there was the biggest nuclear disaster in the history of the Chernobyl. world. Chernobyl, yeah. Yeah, Chernobyl. Wow. And I, I, got, I, I, wasn't, I didn't have anything related to that, but I got very sick when I... So no, I, wasn't, I was wow. never, I never went to. So I learned just from playing with other kids. Wow, that's tough. That's a lot to go through as a young child. That's a fascinating story that I did not know about (laughs) you. And literally, I know you for like 11 years. Right. You never knew. Yeah. So, wow. I'm like blown away right now, by the way. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break so I can digest this information. (laughs) Awesome. We'll be back with Vlad. Yeah. (laughs) And we're back. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Um, So, Vlad, how was it to grow up in Israel as an immigrant? Wow, we were just diving right in. (laughs) Yeah. So... (laughs) As a kid, I had a pretty tough time because there was a lot of stigma and racism and, like, a lot of bullying. Wow. Um, and I think in many countries, when you're not from there and you're an immigrant, especially as a kid, the other kids poke fun at you for that, and they have all kinds of things that they say. Yeah. Um, so it starts at education is what you're saying. Oh, yeah, definitely. And the teachers weren't helping either, Mm. I think. That's shitty. But 
It became a little bit better when I grew up and became an adult. After I was like 17, 18, it became much better. I had more, I had friends and I had friends in elementary, at elementary school too, but I had more friends later. And when you're an adult, it's really funny how kids can be very mean to each other. But as adults, we're all so respectful towards each other. And we're like, we have codes of behavior. We're like, respect each other no matter who, who, who's from, like, who's from where. Yeah, you hope so at least. You, you hope so, and <laughs> it sh- that's how it should be. But as kids, they're so, so relentless. Oh, my God. Kids are yeah. so mean to each other uh, over the littlest things. So definitely tough. But as I grew up, it was better. But I would say just in general, in Israel, I felt there is a lot of... It's not a very welcoming country towards people that are not born yeah. there. And... In America, I feel like it's much more welcoming. Yeah. You would think it would be different, given, like, the history of Israel and stuff like that. Yeah. Right, you would, you would. I agree. That's true. Yeah. Now, when you... Before you moved to the U.S., what did you expect? I was terrified of moving... In general, I've been to Europe prior, so I knew what to expect, but we were not moving to Europe. We were moving to the to United States of America, mm-hmm. which I've never been to, and I was terrified. I didn't know what to think. A lot of the things that people think about Americans outside of the U.S. are not... They're po- some of them are positive, some of them are, some of them are negative, but I would say they're more uh, like... Like characteristic, yeah. you could say. Uh, you know, there everybody has guns. Everybody's loud. It's yeah, hard yeah. to explain, but there is more of a. I think like every people think about other people. They yeah. they always use like characteristic, like a character of who the other people are. Yeah. So we always think you know Indian people make curry. You know Russian people drink. <laughs> you know. Um, I don't know, Chinese, like Asian people, they're good in school, you know, like, yeah. so everybody has like a, sort of like a stigma and the stigma towards Americans, I found out when I moved to America is completely incorrect. Yeah. Is of course you would find out the stigma is incorrect and what everybody, yeah, like it's, that's pretty obvious, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not in every case, <laughs> not in every case, no, no, yeah. and you know, what's funny, it brings me back to what we were talking about before. In Israel, there's, there used to be, and I think it's still the way it is, if you're an immigrant, let's say, from Ukraine, well, you were treated, at least in my time, in a certain way, but if you're from America, oh, yeah. oh this is the good kind of immigrants. Everybody wants American immigrants in their country. So right. it's very interesting how everybody's like, oh, the Americans are so weird. They have guns and cars, and they're so, like, guns spoiled. Yeah. yeah, they're, like, so spoiled and, like... They shop all the time. And they're like weird. They're like, uh, everybody thinks that Americans are shallow. Yeah. And they only talk about themselves. Yeah. Which is, I don't think that's true. And It's not the whole picture. I mean, we talk a lot <laughs> right. about being Israeli yeah, to yeah, Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Right. And it, but everybody thinks that. But at the same time, when they get American immigrants into the coming into their country they're like oh yeah they're that's great they 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 welcome them so there's i feel like there's a double double standard yeah um there's a double standard i think that's so interesting and i had an interesting thing where i experienced a lot of americans that are not necessarily proud of being american Absolutely yeah. correct. And yes. you would think that they're super proud, but a lot of them are disappointed at how things are going, which is very interesting to me. Yeah. Because I always remind True. like Americans, it's like, this is still the land of opportunity and don't underestimate this place. Like, I'm more proud sometimes than the Americans I speak with. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, same here. I agree. Um, 
So what what was the biggest surprise for you? So like you expected certain things and what was the biggest surprise? The biggest surprise of when you come here as an immigrant? Yeah. Everything's cheaper. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Everybody's nicer. Everybody's really nice. There's yeah. a thing in America, there's American politeness. Mm-hmm. That is not shallow. It's not shallow. It's not being fake. Everybody thinks Americans are fake. Right. Outside of America. <laughs> yeah. It's not fakeness. They're just nicer. They're yeah. nicer to each other. It's very common here to see when you walk in the store, especially in Tucson in the beginning where I just moved, and somebody's walking not even near me, and they're like, excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> they're so polite, overly polite. Everything's cheap, and... Uh, I've never seen so much big space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never seen anything. You know, everybody says everything is bigger in America. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy true. Yeah. Everything is huger in America. It's ginormous here in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So much bigger. Oh, my God. The target. I went my first time at a super target. I'm never going to forget. <laughs> You don't see the other end the other end of the store when you walk in no the I've never seen a, a store where you can buy a bicycle, a microwave, food, <laughs> drugs like like a Tylenol like yeah. ibuprofen, video games, underwear, and every it's just card games you can, yeah, you can buy everything clothes at the same time for cheap yeah <laughs> it's, it's really American <laughs> yeah it is. I remember, Jasmine, yeah. when we went to the supermarket alone for the first time, and there was like a buffet or something like that, and there was a green, like marker green looking salad. Salad. And we asked the saleswoman, what is it? And she said, marshmallow salad. Yeah. That's a and really good like, example what? of American. I of something like, surprising. Is that a joke? Is it a special occasion? Why? Wh- how what can, is going on? How can marshmallow be a salad? It's not a vegetable. Uh, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> that's true. On the note right. of like what mm. has surprised you the most, when I moved here, I, did, I was not thinking about food as being a life-changing event. <laughs> and it has been. Because food really? in Israel is delicious. That's just, it's just delicious. The, the Mediterranean cucumber, diet. Yeah. yeah. The cucumber is delicious. The lemon, like the normal things that you don't even think about are delicious. Yeah. And when I moved here, I was like, this tomato has no flavor. This apple has no f- and I'm not bashing, but it's it's just so different for me. And like, well, because it's a huge country, and if you're in Arizona, no, uh, probably not a lot of apples grow in Arizona, so they need yeah. to bring them from somewhere else, and then they have to like semi freeze them, and then they lose all the flavor. So it's just also they have to grow them, and make them d- so they last. Yeah. And the, yeah, it's a whole. Yeah. It's a whole topic. I agree. So I, that I agree. was yeah. Only whole foods like organic whole foods stuff, like fruits and veggies, even come close to yeah. what we're used to. Flavor wise. And I remember that we went to a diner for the first time. Was it the Waffle House? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We wow. went for the first time, like the one, the first week we were here. Yeah. Going and to the Waffle House on your first week, that's <laughs> there not for the faint of heart. <laughs> there I wasn't a that. lot of options. Let's just say that. Go big or go home. I went there drunk after living there for a year and a half. <laughs> that's, a, that's the right way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so... I ordered orange juice, and I've never seen this size cup before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. In Israel, the big size is a 12-ounce. Yeah. Yeah. In the U.S., a big size is a 32-ounce. Right. That's not even the biggest. (laughs) It's not, but... (laughs) Yeah. Right. I was like... This is orange juice for two days. Like, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> In my head, when I, I saw like, people with the polar pop cups, I thought oh, the same. Yeah. The cups that 
they're like two gallons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's of um, Coke. only in America. That's only for in sure. America you can yeah. buy two gallons for for like a dollar. Oh my god! <laughs> for two dollars. So, mm. moving forward, um, <laughs> do you miss anything? Well, we're almost talking about it, but you said you don't remember anything from the Ukraine, but. Do you remember one thing that you miss or literally it's like, or is it your mom's food? Like, what do you miss? <laughs> it's a great question. And actually I have, I think I have a great answer for you. <laughs> okay. So I don't remember anything, but sometimes I would walk somewhere. Mm-hmm. Let's say if we're taking a trip, let's say we went to LA or let's say we went to Denver, Colorado, or we're going somewhere, even in Europe, in Berlin. And I would say, oh, my God, I feel like I've been here, but I haven't. And I, I always tell myself, oh, this must be how it looked where I grew up. Wow. So That's I have crazy. like a ghostly, like deja vu feeling of it feels like the memories I don't remember. It looks like the memories I don't remember <laughs> remembering. <Wow. laughs> and it feels like I'm there, but I'm but it's. It's only an, like an illusion. It's like a dream. It's like a... It's very weird. So like subconsciously, yeah. you're like subconscious know that you're traveling and you get that feeling. You know what I mean? It can I be... It doesn't even have to be... It can be even in my room. Live. It can be anywhere where you look, where I look and I see something mm-hmm. and it can remind me of like the feeling of... I don't have a memory, but it, I can remember a feeling of how I felt before mm-hmm. we moved. And it's like a very difficult thing to explain, but it's mm-hmm. like, if you don't have a memory, well, you can remember a feeling maybe. So it just feels like it's wow. It's back in the day it when I be, was a kid. It would be crazy to go to the Ukraine. Yeah, it's like a Boards of Canada kind of yeah. situation where, I don't know if... Our, our listeners are familiar with Boards of Canada, well, but they should be. their music, yeah, is really special because you can hear something <laughs> that can remind you of something that you've never experienced, but you miss. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that... It is. What a crazy thing. It, yeah, oh my that's God. pretty crazy. Yeah, I get it. So it happens to me visually, where I see something that reminds me of something that I don't remember, but I miss. That's <laughs> really cool, but fucked up as well. I agree. <laughs> so those things I miss when I... F- when I, yeah. That mo- when that happens, I miss that. That's really cool, Vod. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Oh yeah. Wait, but yeah. Mm-hmm. is there anything you miss about Israel? Oh my God, ew. <laughs> uh-huh. I can, I can tell you, I much. don't. I don't miss living in like country. You know, th- there's like two ways of living in a country. There's living your life, but there's like in the city or where you live with your friends and the food and going to the beach. But there's also like the bureaucracy and the laws and how the government is functioning and how much taxes you have to pay and all those things that is living in the country means country yeah. like institution being wise. It being a citizen, exactly, yeah. institution wise. So I really don't miss living in Israel in that regard, but I really miss going to the beach with friends, eating, like, street food that we're used to eat. Yeah. Like, I grew up on street food. It's ironic, I'm Ukrainian, but I grew up on Israeli Sephardic <laughs> street food, yeah. which I d- miss every single day. Same. And my diet, actually, I gained so much weight since I moved to America because my diet has changed so dramatically yeah. from eating our, our Sephard, like the Sephardic, the Middle Eastern street food is vegetables. <laughs> Sorry, Siri, Siri. Is, uh, yeah. Siri wants to join Siri the conversation. Said, just the tea. That's what she said. <laughs> I think. <laughs> So, Israeli street food is vegetables, tahini, and hummus, which uh, also is vegetable. Like it's, yeah, it's just vegetables, and I've been so used to eating food like that, mm-hmm. and I've been so I have I was so skinny before we moved. I gained like forty five pounds. Wow! And now I'm busy dropping all those pounds and trying to eat healthy. Yeah. 
But when you move here, the fr at first you you're just like so. <laughs> you're like, um, how do you say, bewitched, <laughs> be be bewildered by all the burgers you can have. Yeah. For ten dollars. Well, it's just the options. Like the options, when you go yeah. to the supermarket in Israel, there's not like fifteen different pies. I don't think no, there's even one pie. Not even one. You know? There isn't a pie. <laughs> no, there's very... not even one pie that you can buy at the supermarket. Not even frozen. Your options, well. it's razor thin. Yeah. You have there's like, like one, yeah. A few pastries, like three kinds. It's razor thin. And that's it. The and variety is razor thin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it, the temptation's not there. No. Well, then you walk through like 10 bakeries on your way to work well in tel aviv yeah that's true but it's so expensive that you can't afford it true or you everything, can afford one little one also the, is the way sizes more expensive. and yeah. the size like that's true if it's half it's literally yeah. it's a third the, yeah the danish yeah. here is half the size of a danish in israel uh, opposite the other way the Danish yeah. in Israel is half the size. Okay, thank you, guys. Of a Danish here. But, <laughs> but, something that must be said, must be said, the burgers are exactly the other way around. What? So, everywhere in the world where I've been, burgers are, like, nice and big. And in America, they're, like, small. They're super small. Yeah. The burgers, the patties they, are small. They're thin. They're oh. thin. They're, they're small. The burger itself is, like, the kid's burger in Israel... Here, all the burgers are like the kids' burger. Really? American burgers are so so small. I don't eat like McDonald's. Unless you go, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless they you go to thinner. like a craft burgery, like a place where you they, that's what they do, and that's the whole restaurant is around that concept. The biggest one you can get, that's the normal size of everywhere else. So it's so weird. I will say that the Zine Burgers in Tucson burger, yeah. is so good. And like oh, yeah. I haven't had, I haven't been in a lot of burger places in New York, but I do miss Zine Burgers in Tucson. Yeah. No, no, they're there. But it's like a specialty burger place. Oh, but it's so good. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Everything is bigger. Everything is bigger except the burgers. That's so... You would... Only the burgers are smaller. You wouldn't see that coming. No. And the Coke <laughs> is huge, but the burger is tiny. <laughs> but it's also cheap, so you get five of them. Yeah. Or four or two or three or whatever, as much as you... As hungry as you are. <laughs> and then... That's so American. Yeah. Getting like five tiny burgers and like one huge Coke. I just want to mention... Yeah. To the, that to get a... McDonald's meal in Israel is about $12. Starts, I, my meal, 15. I always go to McDonald's like on the regular. I used to go to McDonald's on the regular in Israel because it's actually good. And it was 20 bucks every time. $20. 20 bucks. Really? Yeah, here it's about half of that for the same amount of stuff. Yeah. 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 So but it's, it's also, it's not as good. It's a, it, people go to McDonald's in Israel as like, going out oh yeah it's, it's like an event it's a luxury yeah, yeah. And i the McDonald's don't miss the mcdonald's i miss other food in israel oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. but <laughs> i missed you know what i missed the, the israeli mcdonald's because of how good it is when there, there's a kid there's yelling a kid. In, the in the hallway and we apologize if you can hear him or her, her. or them, or them. <laughs> them. <laughs> Um, <laughs> before we jump into a fun fact, does anybody have anything to add? Vlad. God bless America. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thank you. So out of the three countries that you've lived in so far in your life, is America your favorite? Absolutely. And going back to what you said about not knowing that you're Israeli... Because yeah. you grew up as an American. Supposedly. Supposedly that's what I was your mom told. was American, grew up as an American in Israel. Nobody knew what peanut butter and jelly sandwich was at my at, in an Israeli school. And exactly. Yeah. You came here and you were like, oh, I'm so Israeli. So, I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't know how American I am until I moved to America. It's true. I had to move had to no the idea. States before Vlad could join because of visa stuff. Yeah, visa stuff. When Jasmine and I were here, Jasmine, uh, Vlad was still in Israel, I would tell him, 
you don't know how American you are. When you get here, you're going to realize how American you are. And it's true. It's uh, That's exactly <laughs> that's what happened. True. I came. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so afraid. I'm not. I'm going to be different again. I was yeah. afraid of being different again. Of course. Being, you know, bullied again for being who I am, you know, for being from a different place. I came and I had the most supportive like people supported me people were like hey you're it's so cool that you're from somewhere else and i felt i feel completely entirely american that's so cool although i have an accent which i by the way didn't know i have because when you turns out that when you have an accent you don't know that until someone tells you and only then after a long time you start hearing it yeah and now i can hear my accent but when i moved here i couldn't hear my accent i thought i sound like everybody on tv yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I have a little story. Mm. Real quick. Whenever I say real quick, you know it's not quick. <laughs> That's um, the best. Th- yeah. Those are the best stories. <laughs> so when I moved here, like in the first six months, I would everywhere I would go and, and people here are very endearing and interacting. So they ask you, how are you? And then you say, I'm good, how are you? And it sounds like, William Goog, how are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> it sounds Jasmine like... Jasmine had a heavy accent. It yeah. sounds like the following question is, where are you from? Right, always. Yeah. And after, yeah, and after a little bit, like every day, somebody, a stranger asking you, where are you from? It gets tiring. Like, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what I started doing is... And it's everywhere. It's in the store. It's everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) No, literally everywhere. So what I started doing is stop talking while I'm running errands. So somebody would say, how are you? And usually I'm like a very nice, talkative person. Right. But... What I started doing is I told myself, just nod. Mm-mm. So now I couldn't just nod because wow. that's not the type of person I am. Wow. <laughs> so I just said, so this lady, I was in the grocery store and she was like, how are you? And I was like, good. And then she said, where are you from? Oh my God. And in my head, I'm like, lady, I just said good. How can you hear that I'm from somewhere else? I just said oh my good. God. That's crazy. <laughs> I won't forget that because wow. in my head I was like dying, but in front of her I'm like I'm from Israel. But you know the weirdest thing is when I meet somebody that is apparent that he's not American, I want to ask him where he's from, even though I know how annoying it can be because you can be asked that questions like constantly. Uh, <laughs> what I started doing after I don't know. A few months, I started saying, I'm from here. I live right there. <laughs> I'm from Me too. Yeah. River and Oracle. Like, yeah. this is where I'm from there. Where are you from? That's what I started doing. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, and even in New York, when I moved, when we moved to New York, I, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. used to work as a server. And when as a server, you get a lot of people ask you where you're from, regardless of if you live in New York, just because it's a, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. ask you, maybe because they're from somewhere else and they're curious about you. Um, so it's a different mechanism of asking you where you're from. But when they do, I tell them, oh, I'm from Tucson. And mm. they're like, no, but where, where, are, you f- where are you from? Mm. Where are you from? <laughs> and I'm like, from Tucson. Wow. And they're like, no, no, but before that. <laughs> I'm like, um, from Israel. Wow. And they're like, no, 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 but before, your name, your name is Vladimir. Yeah. It, Vladimir is not a very Israeli name. That's what they say. Vladimir is not very Israeli. That's well, so rude. But and then I say, opinion. oh, yeah, my parents, uh, we immigrated from Ukraine. And then they're like, oh, but now they, it That's makes not sense. nice, though. I that's know. rude because they it's know. Like, People do it all the um, time. Excuse you, excuse you, are you here to dine or are you here to talk about my life? Everybody <laughs> does. I, you know, I got used to it. Yeah. It's actually worse in Israel. It's better here. I feel like... But in Israel, it's a thing because, like, everybody... Because it's a country that's 70 years old, everybody is literally from somewhere. Nobody, like... if Obviously, people are born there, but, like, their parents or their grandparents, like... True. Most people are not from Israel originally. Their their roots are from somewhere else. True, true, true. A lot of people that build the country are from Russia. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I used to get asked in Israel, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from here. <laughs> and they're like, no, but where where were you born? And I'm like, Jerusalem. Yeah. And they're like, okay, you talk weird. <laughs> oh, that's a different thing. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a Jasmine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jasmine uh, event. <laughs> no, but people are, like, really... Yeah, but yeah. it's tempting. I also, I yeah. sin. Like, I do the same. I you see somebody, same. and I'm like, I want to know where they're... And, so, and they I tell you, ask. and then you tell them, no, no, but where are you no, from? No, I never from? do. No, no, no. I never and do that. No. I don't ask. If, some, if, I, if I ask, which I don't always, I usually, like hold myself but sometimes I'm you know maybe I'm curious and it wouldn't be in like somebody's job like if I had a server I would never ask them where are you from right and if, if they tell you you wouldn't say yeah but where are you from no. from but if originally. let's say somebody new comes to work <laughs> right and they have an accent so I'm curious you know and That's they're a colleague true. you want to get to know them so I would ask where of you course. from but I wouldn't be like no before that or your parents or your grandparents or your ancestors have you done a DNA test did you check if you're like no of course not Can I tell you a trick? Yeah. Instead of asking them where you're from, you know what I do? What? What I do tell do? them where I'm from. Yeah. That's, that's And so then cool. they tell me where they're from. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what's up? How are you? And they're like, I'm good. And I'm like, cool. And like I get the <laughs> I conversation started. I do the same. Yeah. I, I get so. the conversation started and I'm like, yeah, I'm from Israel. So like we right. do it this way in Israel. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, cool. I'm from Germany, blah, 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 you know, and it just, yeah. There One time go. somebody asked me, what are you? And yeah. Were that's... you like, I'm a mammal or what did you say? <laughs> what are you? Oh I am God. a woman, okay? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of which, what are you? Fun fact, animals are immigrants. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. I gotta How hear long an expert. were you holding that? I got to hear the info on that. Well, we were just talking about how a animals immigrate in their lifetime. A lot They of migrate, them. yeah. <laughs> that was a jasmine. That was a jasmine. Well, they migrate, but my, it's the same word. It's the same word. It's immigrant and migrate. Immigrants migrate. Sure. No, it's... What he's trying to say is grammatically you say... Animals migrate. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad no, but it's, the non-American is teaching us it's, grammar. It's the right, the, the right yeah. way to say it is the funny way to say it. I really believe in yeah. it. Yeah, well, think so about it. So if you say the, the animals are immigrants, that's funny, well, and that's the right way. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, what the, I bird, here. the birds are, <laughs> you know, they leave Europe True. and go to Africa and back every year. It's still unbelievable to me. Yeah. It's crazy. This in how children are born. <laughs> nice. It's unbelievable um, to me it, how it, birds go around the globe. Uh, children are for... immigrants too because their <laughs> real home is within the mom's oh my belly. God, this is the That's craziest far. thing in That's the world. That's taking it far. But I did want to say something <laughs> that, in connection to what Vlad was saying about like, if you have an American immigrant, like if if Americans immigrate, everybody's like. okay with it and they they're fine oh they love them yeah they're the best <laughs> and maybe people don't know this but in israel we like grew up on american media nobody knows that tv shows yeah. movies like michael jordan was oh, no. a it was hero my childhood hero in the i 90s. had like a po uh, uh, like an album with like stickers yeah. and like cards yeah so we grow yeah. up idolizing the united states mm -hmm. so Every single person I met in the United States didn't, and we talked about it, did not know that. Yeah, that's I why I wanted to mention it, because I know people, like, yeah. have asked me, mm -hmm. oh, do you know who Michael Jackson is? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> it, ha no. it happens a lot. It happens all the time. And, yeah, we, we grow up watching Friends and American Seinfeld yeah. and all movies. the kids' shows, all the movies, all the music, Britney Spears, Michael Jackson. So, and that's why we wanted, you know... You idolize it as a kid, so of course you're going to want to go there, and especially if you have a passport. Americans think, they always say, we're the best, but they don't know that people around the world grow up on American pop culture, and yeah. they're so surprised when you come to America and you say, oh, I know everything Mariah Carey, I know everything Britney Spears, yeah, yeah. I know everything Justin Timberlake, I know those things by heart. I know all the movies, all the Fast and Furious, whatever. Yeah. 
And they're like, really? Did you have that there? And we're like, of course we had that there. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. American pop culture. It's the big... The, That's what we grew up on. The, yeah. MTV was like <clears throat> my favorite channel. That's British, but in a lot... No, never mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so no, I think... but yeah. The, I remember watching... Um, MTV when they, they were shooting it from Times Square. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a oh great show. I forgot the name of the show. But There's yeah. the Top of the Pops or something. Yeah. Something like that. Um, the Pop News. Yeah. I would used to watch um, the Red Carpet. Like, I don't watch it as much anymore, but... The Oscars? A, yeah. Yeah. I would watch, but not even the Oscars, just the red oh, carpet. Oh, just the red carpet. Gotcha. <laughs> like, gotcha. Yeah. All e- the stars e- going e- down. Yeah. Yeah. E-news, exactly. Um, Jackie started researching yeah. our history as a family. And it's really cool. There's a lot of things I didn't know. Jackie, please share. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a lot of time on my hands lately. I have been utilizing it (laughs) to do some research. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, So um, let's start on our mom's side, the American side. Sure. Um, Our mom, her great-grandparents are from Galicia, uh, which is modern-day kind of like Eastern Europe, what you would call, you know, what people refer to when they say Ashkenazi Jewish. Mm -hmm. That's where they came from is what today is. Romania, Ukraine, um, sometimes Russia even. Yeah, Poland and Ukraine. Poland, for sure. Um, So both of our grandmother's parents came from there. And actually, probably their ancestors were pretty close to each other. And but they met in New York, in America. Um, Our great grandfather, Herman, actually lost his dad and brother to the Spanish flu in New York, um, which is crazy because 100 years later, here we are in New York throughout through the pandemic, the second pandemic. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. And our dad's grandfather was Joaquin Suarez. He was born on the shore of Spain, the, the, on the shores of the Mediterranean Sea, and when he was 17, which is a, was about 1910-1911, he came to New York also. That's so cool. Yeah. And uh, Joaquin, throughout his life, moved until eventually he um, was in California. So he moved around the U.S. In the meantime, met his wife, Mamie, who was just an American white lady. <laughs> Good old white lady. Yeah. Um, and then they got married, had kids, my grandfather, our grandfather, Jack, who I'm named after. Um, and yeah, they, it was, it's cool. He started in New York and moved his way west. Um, so cool. Yeah. So we, on our mom's side, are part Spanish, part, um, Jewish Ashkenazi, um, Eastern European pretty much, and part... American white American <laughs> which is that I'm very surprised about and more to come on that because we're doing more research yeah um and on our dad's side our dad his parents um migrated to Israel from Morocco and he was the f- their first child that was born in Israel actually he has three older siblings that were all born in Morocco um, they migrated through France, um, so they had to go to France first and then uh, to Israel, and his mom was pregnant with him, and he was pre uh, born two months early, and he thinks it was because the rocking of the boat, because they had to come, they, they I mean, they didn't fly. Uh, they came in, uh, I don't remember the year, 57? Wow. And in they came boat. with boat, and he thinks that he was, born early because of the movement of the boat. Wow. Um, and, yeah. Crazy. And he's basically first generation Moroccan in Israel. Yeah. Which is cool. So we have Moroccan, Spanish, Ashkenazi Jewish, and a little bit American, white American. <laughs> and 
a Sephardic Jew because he's from Morocco, yeah, which right. is considered Sephardic Jew. Yeah. Yeah, and your your guys's pattern is. Yeah, and we so it was it came around. It came around because our mom, who grew up in L.A., California, moved to Israel, and we moved back to the U.S. to New York, where our, our grandparents originated. I mean, which is they, yeah, not originated, but they all came to New York when they migrated to the U.S., and now we're here. It's full circle. Yeah. So it's New York. So it was. Eastern Europe, then New York, then California, then Israel, then New York again. Right. And there's also Spain in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. I just meant... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is... That's crazy. Full circle, for sure. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> we actually have some silverware, or what was that, candle, candle holders for, yeah, for Shabbat a, mm-hmm. that are, were purchased in New York, traveled throughout the whole world and came back and they're with us in New York again after a yeah. hundred years. Yeah. They belong to our um, great grandmother and yeah. That's, I love that. And we still I light candles it. every sh- sh- Friday for Shabbat. We light candles in those, in those candle holders. Yeah. I know. It's, it's really, it's very uh, touching. Powerful. It is. Very powerful. Very powerful. So we are, um, yeah, our family migrated a, a lot. We're immigrants. We're no. immigrants <laughs> through and through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just girls being girls. Oh, my God. Um, righty. Well, thank you, Vlad, for joining us today and yeah. telling, you, telling us your story. We really appreciate it. It's yeah. my pleasure. It's been very, very, very fun. Yeah. It's been great. Thank you for sharing thank yeah. you guys thank you you're, it was fun you're we awesome. had a fun conversation and yeah. we learned i even learned things about my own husband wow yes honey <laughs> every day is a new day in marriage um <laughs> and we will see in a good marriage yes yeah <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> and we will see you guys on the next episode part three we won't tell what it is until it comes out yeah. yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Instagram at chutzpah underscore time. That's C-H-U-T-Z-P-A-H underscore time, where we post updates and reminders so you don't miss any of our episodes or shenanigans. We also are on Facebook and YouTube at Chutzpah Time Podcast and on Twitter, Chutzpah Time. Thank you again and goodbye.